Hey everyone, and welcome back to Marketing Optimized. I am so excited for this week's episode. It's my first listener episode request, and I am so happy to cover topics that will help you get the most out of your marketing. This week's episode covers a skill that many marketers struggle with, and it's an area that whether you've been in the marketing game for a year, 10 years, or maybe 20, you could stand to be a little more polished in. So what is this elusive skill set that many of us are missing? It's copywriting, the art of writing clear and actionable messaging for your audience. The right copy can make or break a campaign. It can drive sales, create new leads, and generate loyalty among your customers. There is so much to copywriting that I had to break this into two different episodes. Today, we'll be talking about a few details we need to consider before we put pen to paper. Next week, I'll be sharing some exercises that have helped me write really clear copy that converts. All right, let's dig in. The first step is knowing your audience. Now, you may already have this basic demographic data from age range, to household income, gender, all of that can be really helpful and give us a starting point for writing some copy. But what we really need to know and understand is what motivates our audience to engage with a brand, our brand or someone else's. And for this, I like to look at competitors. Now, I don't just look at my direct competitors. In fact, I would say looking at indirect competitors produces better results. Now, an indirect competitor is someone who has audience overlap with you. They may not be in the same industry. They may not offer the same types of products, but they are targeting the same person or a very similar person that you are. Looking at this from a real life example, something that I've done in the past, I worked for a luxury steakhouse and it was my job to handle their digital marketing. Now, I could go look at another luxury steakhouse on their social pages and get some information. How are they describing seafood in a groundbreaking way that I had not discovered? Yeah, I could do that, and I did do that. But what was more helpful to me was to look at other luxury brands. I often looked at luxury clothing brands, watches, cars. You see, they were all targeting the same or a very, very similar person that I was. And I was able to pick up a lot of different information and observe what was working in their marketing and what could I use from their strategy to apply to my own. Sometimes it was as small as, you know, a change in vocabulary. Sometimes it was observing the length of the copy that they were putting out on social posts. Other times, I was just looking at how they were interacting with their users on their comment feed. It's a goldmine for information and inspiration for copywriting. Another thing to consider is the level of awareness your audience has of your brand. A social media follower has likely already had a positive experience with you, enough so that they've signed up to hear from you in their newsfeed. Now, a paid social targeted ad, that audience may not know what product or service that you provide. They don't know what sets you apart from your competitor. It's crucial that you take these into consideration when you're developing your copy. You need to have different messaging that aligns with the experience the audience has or has not had with you yet. 
Now that we have a better understanding of who our audience is and what type of language will likely resonate with them, it's time to think tactically. It's time to think about what channels do I have at my disposal? And am I writing this as part of a sales funnel? Is it print or digital? Maybe both. Is it owned or earned media? Am I writing long or short copy? There is a big difference between writing for a white paper and writing for a print ad. What kind of visual aids will I have for context? Is this part of a script for a video going on YouTube? Is it just one line of copy in a native ad? What types of goals do I have? Is it just awareness or am I looking for someone to make a purchase from this? The shelf life. Is it meant to be an evergreen piece or is it part of a social media paid campaign that's lasting for just two weeks? And if it is part of a campaign, how many related pieces do I need to produce? By answering these questions, not only do I get a better idea of the scope of work, but I can identify what resources I need and what kind of research I need to do. Then I make a list of everything that I need to work on, all the tactics that I will need to produce for, and then I chip away at it starting with short form copy first. That's the headlines. After I understand the copy that's going to pack a punch, then I start working by audience. The last thing we're going to talk about is perception. How do you want your audience to feel after they read your copy? Now, we can evoke a lot of different emotions through the right messaging, but here are just a handful you might consider before you put pen to paper. Do you want to educate your audience? Have them come out on the other side of this campaign knowing something they didn't know before. That could look like a new product launch where you drive home that value proposition messaging, you're addressing pain points. That would be a completely different approach than if you're marketing an existing service or product. The next one a lot of us are guilty of, maybe overusing this, it's fear. And it's not just the fear, be scary. It's the, oh my God, I'm going to miss out if I don't buy this now. It's the wall supplies last, the expires soon, or limited time only. Yeah, I'm guilty of this too. And it is a really good thing for converting, especially uh, at the very end of a campaign before, you know, we all do the planned extended promotion of a campaign. But just understand that when you're writing this copy, if that is the angle that you're taking, that it does uh, create a specific feeling for your audience members. Next, it could be happy. You're trying to create a positive experience with your brand or service. You could be saving the world, pushing sustainability, highlighting that in your messaging, and creating a positive interaction with your consumer. Okay, guys, at this point, we should know who our audience is. We should have an understanding of what kind of language resonates with them. We should know what's going on with our copy from a tactical perspective. Where will it live? What are our goals? And we should know what we want our audience to feel and do after they read our copy. So that takes us through part one of this two-part copywriting series. 
In next week's episode, I'll be going through some creative exercises that will help you write clear, concise, and high converting copy for short and long form content. As always, thank you so much for joining me this week. If you found this episode helpful, share it with a friend, write me a review, and subscribe. If you want to provide some feedback on episodes you'd love for me to cover in the future, head to my website, janinebankson.com, and drop me a line. You can also just slide into my LinkedIn DMs. I'd be happy to talk shop with you. All right, until next time.